Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Real Presence Live. I'm Michael Goldsmith, here with Father Will Thompson. We're at St. James Coffee. And uh, just a beautiful day out. It's cold, I know, but God is present in everything, so we are blessed to be here and be here talking with you this morning. For all you listening this morning, we say a special blessing to you, and thanks for tuning in. We're looking forward to this show. We have two hours with you, and we are blessed again, as I had said. And I just want to point out uh, Rochester area special. We we have our banquet coming up tomorrow night, uh, December twelfth, which is Our Lady of Guadalupe. So we're looking forward to that. We're going to have a, a a blessed event, I pray. And Dr. David Anders is going to be our guest speaker at that event and with the two days coming up we have two special events with Dr. Anders so one is going to be in St. Charles at St. Charles Borromeo Church uh, today and that's at 1 p.m. if you want to come out to St. Charles Church and you can sure meet uh, Dr. Anders directly and you can uh, maybe even ask a question or sit in or just uh, you know afterwards meet and greet then tomorrow we have Real Presence Live again here at Autoimmune Angels with Steve and Brandon and then we also have Dr. Anders at Autoimmune Angels here in Rochester, again, for his show. So some events coming up uh, and some great meet and greets with Dr. Anders, who's on EWTN. A lot of you probably know him and called to communion. So that'll be a good couple days coming up for those events. So, And do, uh, do we want to say that you're, it's... Well, it's, uh, you know, it's, first of all, it's, I think it's exciting to see uh, you hear about some of those events. Yep. You know, one of one of the things I always think about with radio is, you know, you don't necessarily know, uh, you know, who else is a fan of that radio station. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know, sometimes you might see a bumper sticker, but you know, it's not like a you know a sporting event where you go to the right. stadium and you see everybody there. And yep. so, you know, to have have the banquet, have a few meet and greets, uh, really a wonderful opportunity yeah. uh, to, to, to know who, you know who's out there, who's who who is li- listening in and mm-hmm. uh, benefiting from. Uh, from uh, from real presence radio, yes. and uh, yes, as you were just uh, just uh, began alluding to, um, this will be my last show uh, at for least for while. at least for a while. Yep. Uh, so going to be taking a little break yep. from from hosting. Yep. Um, but uh, parish life is important, and, and you've it been is. great. So we're we're Absolutely. we're thankful for everything. But go ahead. So it's been a been a wonderful year and a half uh, of uh, uh, hosting on occasion, mm-hmm. and um, been a, a real blessing to be working with Real Presence Radio. Yeah. And like I said, we've been blessed to have you, Father. I hope that you'll be able to do some in the future, you know, however that works out and uh, wherever that fits in. And you're always a part of the Real Presence family. So we thank again, thank you again for your, your uh, uh, what you have done with the radio and bringing it to the Rochester and Austin oh, area. Welcome. So thank you. So you're very welcome. And as you talked about the uh, the, the the real presence uh, family, uh, mm-hmm. that family is always growing. Yes, as we absolutely. Have wonderful opportunities uh, to interview uh, people. And uh, so as we begin our show today, you know, uh, and as we go through this Advent season, you know, we can have we can reflect on that room at the inn, mm-hmm. and uh, certainly something that is of utmost importance to those who run the community 
community warming house for the homeless in Rochester. Uh, we have Trisha Clare here with us, program co- coordinator, um, who is going to be sharing with us the joy of her call to serve those in need. So, Trisha, welcome to the show this morning. Thank you. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. As we uh, as we get into the interview, I wonder if you could just start with a little bit of background on, on who you are and uh, your, your interest in uh, serving those who experience homelessness. Yes. My name is Trisha Kramer-Claire. Um, I had just married this last weekend, so my name has changed to Claire. <laughs> um, I have enjoyed lots of different um, jobs and things that have prepared me for the warming center. Um, one of which is um, starting homes for people with developmental disabilities, mm. adult family homes in Wisconsin. Um, we started, my husband and I started um, three homes there. And so we've enjoyed that. And that, that has been a good preparation. But prior to this, I did um, teach online uh, mm-hmm. for University of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And so I was a professor for health and human services and it's kind of prepared me for the collaboration of um, organizations and um, lots of different organizations and the government and we're, we're together on, you know, being serious about helping people that need a place to stay at night. Mm. Yeah. yeah especially in this cold climate. Yes. I mean, uh, that's very important. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Tricia, thanks again for being here with us. And can you talk a little bit about the joy that you have in serving those in need through being this program you've sure. already started, right? Is that your... Yeah. Yep. So go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's really my pleasure and my um, gift to be able to be in this situation or this um, part of a solution, part of um, a very needed service in our area. Mm-hmm. Um, people have noticed that um, some people have used the skyways for um, sleeping at night, and and those people need a warm bed and a place to go, a little more stable area place to be. Yes, yeah. and and also um, resources are provided as well, um, just to kind of point people in a direction if they want to pursue um, housing and mm-hmm. and um, pursue a, a way up. A way, just a handout. Yeah, mm-hmm. rather than just yeah, I've heard that before, and that's a great, you know, helping people rather than just trying to give a handout. You know, you want right. to move them forward or move them up, like you said. So that's really important. Right. So, Trisha, as we're here in this season of Advent, um, you know, I kind of see a connection between serving those who need a place to stay mm-hmm. uh, and the season of Advent. But I'd be interested to hear uh, the connection that you make between Advent and you know, Mary and Joseph looking for a place at the inn um, and uh, those who you serve. Yes. Um, sure. I, I mean, we, we know the story. Uh, mm-hmm. The story is that Mary and Joseph were... Um, looking for a place, and they ended up in a manger in in a barn, and um, they did find warmth there and and um, and grace. And mm-hmm. so I hope in you know for the center that we can do the same, that we can provide in a way that um, pleases God, in a way that um, provides grace to people and and a hand a hand when when they need one to hold and mm-hmm. a place to be. So Absolutely. we're serious about that. Good. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's a most important. I know that the, the around the whole area in the upper Midwest, it always comes up this time of year with because of the, of the cold. Yes. And it's been a very, very troubling and, and hard role to 
to get to this point where we have a center, you know, to be uh, always available because mm -hmm. it's only been here and there and, you know, only at certain times. So that's, right. it's really great. So what does it mean for you to, for the people who are guests at the warming house throughout the winter? I mean, what does that mean to you to be able to provide this? Um, it, it means that we get to be a part of someone else's life that is in need. Um, I think it's a great opportunity for all those that work work at the center as well. And um, we have been recruiting volunteers lately, and mm -hmm. um, lots of people have come forward. And it's very hopeful um, to help cover shifts mm -hmm. and, and uh, be there with the, the people that work there in order to, to help and make the beds and welcome people in as our guests. Lots of different so, things that need to happen. Yes. Yeah, so you still need volunteers then too, We right? do need volunteers, yes. Now, why don't, do you have a phone number or something that you want to give out? That's sure, it's 715-491-8402. People can just call and sign up as a volunteer. And okay. Then they'll attend orientation. Okay, is that your number directly? Or yes, Okay, so, so they'll be getting you and you'll be able to help them out in that? Yes. Great. So... Well, that's fantastic. And we're talking with Trisha Clare. Uh, she is the program coordinator for the Community Warming House uh, in Rochester, Minnesota, uh, as we're interviewing her here on Real Presence Live. Uh, so, Trisha, I... Um, you know, as you just gave your, your number for, uh, for those who are interested in volunteering, you know, I, living right here in Rochester, I've had the opportunity to see a few articles in the, in the local newspaper, Post Bulletin, uh, you know, very, um, very wonderful articles uh, expressing uh, both what's happening and, as you said earlier, that this is part of the solution. Um, what has been your reaction so far to the people in the community uh, and the support that they've been giving for this it's warming It's been very center? encouraging just to be a part of it because there's so many people in our community who are generous and giving. And um, Just last week we had our um, donation drive on Fridays from 1 to 3 where we're open and people just came in with lots of donations and um, and people are very interested in being a part of the warming center. So that's so encouraging as um, the volunteer coordinator as well that, you know, people do come forward. Yeah. And what are some of the specific ways that people can help with the warming center? Um, one specific way is in volunteering. Um, volunteering is kind of um, takes a special person because it's a nighttime job. Um, we start at 8 o'clock in the evening and end at 8 in the morning. And so it, it turns out that um, it's nighttime hours, yeah. and so it's, it's difficult to be able to stay up at, all night long. But mm -hmm. at the same time, um, it's, very, it's very needed, and, and people can be a part of that. Um, also, for donation drive on, on Fridays from 1 to 3, people can drop off um, donations. Um, we, right now for donations we're asking for travel size um, shampoos and um, toiletries and that kind of thing sure also coffee and some food um, we're giving snacks at that time sure um, the guests come in the warming center at nine o'clock at night or mm -hmm. so that's when it opens that's up. when it opens up from can nine you tell to us, ten oops sorry go ahead can you tell us when where it's at yes the new warming center is right across from the government center it's on fourth street southeast mm -hmm. and it's the number is 200 number 200 on yes 4th street, it's so. in the strip mall right, right behind where subway 
was torn down. Yep. Yes. I'm sure people in the area are familiar with that. So right. Yes. Yep. So 9 to 10, they can start coming in nine to, to 10. that. Is there a limit or whoever you can, I mean? Well, right now we have room for 30, we have 30 beds. Okay. And then we're also planning an overflow site as okay. well for if, if there are more than 30. So. Yeah. So is this in connection? I mean, how... How do you, the community coming together, is there a connection with like organizations and then other people? Like, can you explain that to us? Sure. The connections are that uh, we have met and it's this, this project has been in planning for a while now. Mm -hmm. And um, the connection is that, you know, we've been working with the Salvation Army and Mm -hmm. they've been sharing um, mats and pillows and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, the referrals people are are telling are talking about where you know where can we go and um, the landing has also been a, a very a huge good help yeah help. Mm-hmm. that's a great great thing that's been started yes yes yeah you know so everybody is kind of connecting together and that and, and, and exactly. that, that there's room here and so look, there's a bunch of people that are together that are trying to make this all come together right yes yeah yeah i know uh, you know, you've, you've mentioned a few times about how you know it's, it's one of you know one of the solutions one of the the pieces to to this puzzle and um and I've, I've just been very heartened by the the um the seriousness uh, that Rochester has taken uh, with with those who experience homelessness and uh, you know trying to do something it's it's not something that is solved exactly. uh, and, and certainly not solved quickly you know, I, I, I always go back to uh, the, the comment that Jesus says you know the poor you will always have with you mm, yes. uh, that this is ongoing and as much as we might want to eradicate poverty there's always going to be something else that that comes in sure. um, Exactly. Uh, I wonder if you could share maybe just in you know, 30 seconds or so, what are some of the, the causes that you have seen that lead someone to lose their home, uh, to, to be without a home? Well, um, there are many reasons that, that people are homeless. Um, it's not just a, a you know, single-faceted um, type of difficulty that people have. It's more of... Um, many factors that that can come together Mm -hmm. um some are mental illness and some are addiction Mm -hmm. um those are just some facts of 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 life and um it it can be a variety Mm -hmm. a very large variety of reasons and it can happen so quickly it can people who have you know quote unquote a normal life yes can then all of a sudden (laughs) find themselves on the street absolutely Well, thanks so much, Tricia, for being here. Thank you. I mean, we could talk a long time about this. I mean, it's an ongoing thing. So if people want to, can you give the number there, Father? You have it right there. Actually, I'll have Tricia just in case I didn't didn't get it right. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay, the number is 715-491-8402. And if people are interested in donating, they can call or they can visit the website and learn a lot more about the program there. And the website is ccsomn.org. Awesome. Thanks so much, Tricia, for being here. Uh, We're coming up next. We're going to... Go into your prayer intentions with uh, the Real Presidents Radio family. And later on, we're going to do straight talk with Father. He'll be here to answer your questions. I'm Michael Goldsmith. Father Will Thompson. And we'll be right back after the break. (laughs) 
Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 